welcome to another episode of Android's Amazing Podcast. This one's a very special interview. I'm at PowCon. It's January, very early in the year. Very early in the morning at 11 a.m., too early for me. Uh, today, very special interview episode, I'm with Vincent Martella. He yeah. is the voice of Phineas. He's the voice of Hope from Final Fantasy XIII. He was on The Walking Dead. And my favorite thing you've done, Everybody Hates Chris. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, yeah dude. Uh, that's why I fell in love with you, dude. It was, really? Yeah, dude, it was, okay, cool. It was such like, a weird like juxtaposition. Yeah. I'm like, so when I was watching shows as a kid, that one didn't really air when I was like, I think I was really young when it was on air. And like I missed a lot of episodes. But I'd watch like old Nick at Night. I think that was I on feel, Nick at Night. No, I feel like, <laughs> honestly, that, the fact that it ran on Nick at Night within, like, a year or two of it being oh. off the air from CW. Mm-hmm. I was on the CW? Wow. Yeah, it was That's on the CW. I didn't even know about it. We were on the CW when it became the CW, like, when UPN okay. and WB merged into the CW. And I honestly think we got far more fans from Nick at Night. <laughs> and it was weird because... In actuality, it doesn't belong on Nick at Night yeah. because it's not a show from the 80s Yeah, and it was 90s. also inappropriate for the most part. It just, it just <laughs> ended up there because it was an 80s-themed show, I think. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it ended up having, like, quite a strong second win yeah, because of that. Yeah, that's where I watched Friends, Full House, The Nanny. It all came up then. Everybody hates Chris. Yeah. I, I, so it, it, I think it really found, like, an entire group of fans who specifically only saw it on Nick at Night, yeah. which was cool because... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it ended up becoming, like, I had way more people who would come up to me and be like, wow, I really like that show, or, like, that show means something to me and my family, because of Nick at Night, yeah. versus when it was on the CW, so, I mean, it working out that way was, was beneficial, for sure, for the show. Yeah, how was it working with everybody? It was awesome. I loved working on that show, I mean, it was, uh, quite an interesting way to, like, spend, you know, your formative years when you're a teenager, yeah. working on a set. Yeah, you were doing that. It was 13 through... 17, I believe. So, like, my high school years, pretty much. Um, Like, middle school into high school years, which was the same as the show. But, yeah, there was a lot of kids on the show. There was four of us. So, that was awesome because we all got to grow up together. And then all the other actors were just really good people. Yeah. And so, um, just getting to kind of grow up around a lot of that cast and that crew was uh, was a great experience. Yeah, I had a great time. When was the last time you saw everybody? Um, well, I'm the only one who lives out here, who lives okay. on the East Coast, gotcha, gotcha. so it's been a second. I saw Terry Crews probably the most recent at a birthday party of his oh, awesome. <laughs> um, that he invited me to, and it was great seeing him again and his family. Um, he's got a very large family, um, and yeah, they're all wonderful, and I think I spoke to Tyler recently, but I haven't seen him in a while. Uh, obviously, he plays Chris. Yeah. Um, he's awesome. I love him and his whole family. And you guys are both on The Walking Dead at two different times. I know, yeah. With, within a year of each other. So somebody yeah. casting at The Walking Dead. Somebody was like, oh yeah, let's get him too. I know we joked about it. We're like, so is there going to be like a Terry Crews zombie at one point? Because like someone clearly at casting loves Everybody Hates Chris and they yeah. gave us both a chance to be on that show. Um, yeah, he, he got very graphically, he got oh, yeah, very he graphically like, murdered. Yeah, I was super surprised because when he came on the show, I was like, oh yeah, I love him. I haven't seen yeah. him so long on anything like that I've seen, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm more mainstream, at least I was back in the day now. I'm like indie. But um, it was cool seeing him again, and all of a sudden, he's in that like revolving door, and I, I was yeah. like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, it gets absolutely ripped to pieces. Oh, no, he's a great actor, though. He was just uh, working yeah. on a show on ABC yeah. called Whiskey Cavalier that was really good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. With, uh, with Laura Cohen, huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Another, another Walking Dead tie. <laughs> Um, and he's great on he was great on that show. Um, that show was a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, he's he's fantastic. Yeah, I was actually surprised when I saw you on The Walking Dead because like I haven't seen you since every age. Yeah, yeah. And then I knew you were Phineas. Yeah, from Phineas and Ferb, and I was like, okay, cool, he's on this now. 
and you were like slowly becoming one of my favorite characters because I started like around that season and then all of a sudden like the third one you're in you're just like I was like no no way come what, on what was so funny about <laughs> that whole experience too is I knew so little like about what my character was going to be doing who I was going to be were you a fan of the comics before that or no um yeah I had read a little bit um but just in general like they gave me you know disguised script uh, okay. You know, different character <laughs> names. We weren't talking about anything involving, you know, zombies. Um, How did that even What do you mean? <laughs> it was. It was all. It was all a. Um, I was talking about comic books actually with a, with a friend in the scene is, is what it was supposed to be, and they just gave me a, a character breakdown. And so even when I booked it, yeah, um, I didn't know how many episodes I was doing. Yeah, like what my scenes were going to look like, and they didn't even give me a script until I got on set. <laughs> uh, because they gave me some of my scenes. Well, because that show was really popular it's, at it's, that point. Yeah. It was, it's still popular. Extremely secretive. Yeah, yeah. so they got to hide everything. <laughs> but then I remember I got set, and uh, the director uh, of the first episode I did, Greg Nicotero, who's obviously their, you know, yeah, prolific director. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. Um, he was like, wait a second, you haven't gotten a script yet? I need to talk to you about this entire episode. He's like, someone give him a script. We need to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, you're like, I came in talking about a comic book. And I was like, yeah, the they didn't give me one yet. They just gave me my, my, my scenes. Uh, I like when uh, shows shows the movies do that stuff. Yeah, they keep everything under wraps, even for the actors. And we're like, cool no, thing. I don't know what's going on this even before this. They didn't give it to me. Um, <laughs> you prepared for something completely different. That was the first time the that has ever happened to me. Uh, but yeah, I know that obviously like, people who work on like Marvel. I think Star Wars like they couldn't even bring their scripts home. They had to like oh, yeah. their, their lines. Yeah. John Boyega uh, got in trouble for leaving it in like the airport or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he left so it in like an Airbnb, trouble. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he got in so much trouble. <laughs> yeah, wow. That's nuts. That's how secretive those comic book Disney like kind of shows and movies get nowadays. All the hype around it. Well, I mean, I remember when I was shooting Walking Dead. I mean, there would be fans camped oh, yeah. out on the streets, like trying to get a glimpse. It was very obvious where everyone was shooting. Um, it's the only thing that's shooting in that town. Um, <laughs> And so, yeah, they were like, they had a reason to be so secretive. Like, exactly. they, they certainly yeah. did. Um, but yeah, that was a really, really cool show. How was it working with everybody on that show? Dude, Walking Dead was fantastic. I was such a big fan of the show before yeah. I worked on it. Uh, very surreal. I, I had a lot of moments on set, like, even, like, in my early scenes that I was shooting where there was kind of, because we were shooting at the prison at that time. Yeah. There'd be walkers outside of the gates, mm -hmm. uh, you know, in the background. And I would just have these very surreal moments working on the show where I was like, yeah, I guess this is as close as it's going to get, huh? <laughs> that I'm going to ever see something like this in my yeah, life. this is my zombie apocalypse right now. Because it's the best it's ever going to look. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's everyone at the top of their game with these huge set pieces. I mean, oh, the, yeah. the prison is such a large yeah, set. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I would just have very surreal moments. And then obviously when I became a walker, that, that whole thing was, that? was super... How was the makeup? Um, really glad I got to do something like that. Yeah. That's the only time I've ever, you know, worked on something with prosthetics like that. Yeah. Um, the eyes, very difficult. The eyes are very difficult oh, yeah. to, uh, to work with. Do you have to do contacts? Yeah, they're like contacts that, that <laughs> like, an optometrist has to put in because they're, they're extra large and they're oh, thick. Ooh, so they have to, they have to cover the entire whites of your eyes, so they, they extend pretty far back, like, way more than a normal contact. I can't even put a regular contact in. I'm glasses for life. I know, and, I, yeah, I can't do contacts either, and so they have a professional put them in for you. It's a struggle just to get them in. Yeah. And then it's a very weird, like trick it pulls on your brain because it's you believe you should be able to see when you open your eyes yeah and then it's like darker it's, <laughs> and it's like it's like you're looking through extremely murky water oh jeez so it's not it's not That's like cool, it's though. it's not like it's black it's not like you can't see yeah. anything it's like if we were seeing the distance we are which for your listeners we're like you know yeah. a 
foot and a half apart. He could be on my lap if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, we, you would see, like, my outline. Yeah. And that would be kind of it. You'd just be like, okay, there's, like, a shadow it's here. Like, there's a person I know, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, when I, when I met so cool. uh, Andrew Lincoln, because uh, we didn't have any scenes together in the first two episodes that I did. Yeah. Until uh, they probably murdered you or whatever. Yeah, we had a flashback scene together in the, in the final episode, which yeah. was cool. But he walked up to talk to me, and I was just sitting in a chair, you know, blind, because I was yeah. a zombie at this point already. <laughs> And he walked up, and uh, I couldn't see him. We talked for like an hour, and I couldn't <laughs> see him for any of it. That having conversation just completely. Yeah, he just came over to hang out, and uh, I mean, I knew who it was immediately just yeah. from his voice. But uh, yeah, hilarious conversation with an actor I really admired, and couldn't see him the entire time. Speaking of his voice, did you know he was British? Oh yeah. You, okay. Oh for sure. Because like sure. I, I didn't see him in anything before that, so yeah, I just yeah. knew him as Rick Grimes. But I see him in an interview, and I'm like, oh wow. A lot yeah. of UK guys like uh, Charlie Hunnam. I didn't know he was British because I watched uh, Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy, yeah. Sons, he shows up and he's like, "Hey!" And I'm like, "Okay, I just watched the gentleman. So good." And I was just so surprised. Was it good? It was so okay, good. cool. I gotta check it out. Hey, Hunnam. I'm behind on like the movies that have come out since the first of the year. I, I, I like. Oh, it's it's still January. Yeah, I watched I watched all of the you know all the Oscar movies and all the oh, yeah, like, season Uncut movies. Gems, right? yeah. yeah, I watched all those leading up to the end of the year, <laughs> and then I haven't seen anything new yet. I want to see like I still want to see Bad Boys. Oh, Bad Boys is great. I want to see Bad Boys. I've heard it's really good. Um, I have a friend who's in that movie. Yeah, I've heard it's really good. Um, so I'm behind, but I, I will see The Gentleman as well. <laughs> um, you do have a... I don't know if it's out yet. It's an indie movie. It's coming out, like I said before. Before I got the interview, I did a deep dive. Yeah. It's called Bob Freeman, Exterminator for Hire. Yeah, And yeah. you play Dracula, like the king of the vampires? I, I play like a vampire <laughs> king. Yeah, no, so this is funny. I and saw that when I was going through it. I was like, this is insane. I have a really good friend. Uh, his name is Jameson Moss. Um, we've been friends for years. And him and his brother wrote this script, and his brother directed this movie a couple of years ago. And it's now, it's like going through like, uh, through horror film festivals right now. They've been like, that's that's where it's been. So it's technically out already. I've seen it a couple times. Yeah. But it's just this, this like fun movie that was like, yeah, basically like similar to Ghostbusters, where he's an exterminator, but it's for more than ghosts. It's for like yeah. all forms of like, yeah, like the undead. Yeah. Like a horrible um, vampire. Yes, kind of exactly. So it was, uh, yeah, fun thing that they shot in Las Vegas. And I came in for a day <laughs> and got to put on way easier contacts oh, to yeah. be this vampire. Um, and yeah, did I got to be a... accent? I know, yeah, oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's a, that was a fun movie. I can't but, wait yeah. to see that. Yeah, that's like I said, it's, it's, it's going around uh, horror, uh, horror film festivals right now, which has been cool for them because they worked really hard on it. So I love indie horror films. Yeah. Like, I think they're more... I think they're, there's more love in them. Like, you see, yeah. like... Like Hereditary, if you, I don't know if you saw that, it's fantastic. I, I have, yeah, yeah. And then like you see like Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse, like that's like it's good horror, but like indie horror has like another level of like I grew up with horror movies like slashers and all this stuff. And well, horror, another horror is very like uh, like inclusive in terms of it being a family. It's yeah, like, I've, I've I've done another indie horror movie uh, called Clinger that was at Slam Dance years ago, but just doing that and seeing like. Other people in the horror industry and in that, in that genre are all very supportive of one another. Yeah. You know, because it's it's a down and dirty kind of business of like let's all go and like try and film this like vision that we have with whatever the budget is we could get, and so everyone kind of knows that struggle. Like even people as amazing as Brett Nicotero is now come from those types of beginnings of like you know trying to make their effects look as great as they can with no money. Yeah, and I love like the so. attention to detail, the homages all like the fun acting stuff you guys get to do in that yeah. kind of stuff like 
Those are the cheesy horror movies where like you get ripped open and they have like all the fake organs get ripped uh-huh. That just looks so fun. I mean, dude, <laughs> even in Walking like in Walking Dead, I had to eat a guy's neck. Who was, was asleep, and then I had, to, I had to rip open his stomach and eat his guts. And even just that experience of doing that on the biggest budget imaginable <laughs> was funny because, like, you know, yeah, like the tendons are made of like stocking so you can't really you know oh, yeah. get too much of them in your mouth but like the way that it looks when it's soaked in fake blood looks like you know tendons really hard so it's just interesting like even the most perfected version of it is still crude in its own way yeah. like it's yeah so it's so interesting and it's I feel like horror is definitely like a family are you going to try to do any more horror movies oh I'd love up to in the, uh, up in the upcoming yeah I would love to I mean I have nothing lined up right now but I would de- I would definitely love to there's fun things to work on there is talking about surreal moments like I mean when I was on Walking Dead, after I ate this guy in Walking Dead, and I, and I took my, I had my contacts out for yeah. rehearsal, uh, so I could see the amount of blood. And like, I'm not like a, I watch a bunch of gory movies. Like, yeah. But it was just startling. Like when you're like in it, like, I was like, whoa, oh, yeah, okay. I did that. Like, okay, yeah, I guess I am completely covered in blood right now. It's like, it's coming out of my eyes. It's it's all over my mouth. Like it is all over this jail cell. Like it was just, it's yeah. a very like startling moment you have. Where you're like, oh my god. Yeah. This is me right now. I'm doing this thing. Yeah, Walking Dead was one of my first forays into like TV horror. Yeah, I was always like a bit of a, a bit of a, uh, a bit of a pussy. I'll say, yeah, a bit of a pussy when I was younger. And like I didn't really watch horror movies, so Walking Dead was like my first foray into. It's a comic book. Let's try it out. That scene was one of the ones where I was like, when everyone's ripping each other apart and blood's going everywhere, yeah, I was like, oh, quest. this is like making me queasy. I'm trying to think of any other horror shows that I watch. Evil, uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead. I haven't um, seen Ash vs. Evil Dead. I don't have stars, so I haven't, okay. I haven't seen is that. Is that Netflix now? Is that Netflix Yeah, all three okay. seasons are on Netflix. Huh. So good. Speaking of Netflix, I, uh, Haunting of Hill House. <laughs> yeah? So oh, that's, 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 that was that really, 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 really scary. It's so really like, good. <laughs> that director just did, um, he just did Doctor Sleep as well. Oh, that was a great Yeah, he, he does a ton of horror. He, does, he did, uh, was the one where, uh, the lead actress is, uh, is deaf, and there's, there's like a home invasion Hush. happening. Hush. He did that as well. Yeah. And he reuses a lot of his actors uh, in a lot of his movies, and they're all really. He did Gerald's Game as well. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm too afraid to watch that one because it's like it's one of those scenarios that could totally happen. Yeah, maybe not 100, percent but it could totally happen. And I'm like, I don't want to be. Because you are like, often a chained thing. to a bed. Yeah, and <laughs> well, hey man. Well, while Bruce Greenwood is <laughs> trying to seduce you. Yeah, but then like, but that whole thing of like that person dies and you're in a remote location. Yeah, and, like, and then you're just screwed. Yeah, and you have to like. I know there's a way to escape handcuffs, but like it's just oh, pass. Like I know, real I know. things. Like, like I, I can see like alien invasion horror movie, demons coming from you know hell and stuff. I could deal with that because like that might not happen. We never know. But that stuff, Gerald, oh, I can Stephen King stuff. Besides, like it can happen. Like, yeah, that's not fun. <laughs> you know, I still haven't seen it. Chapter two. It's pretty good. Bill Hader's fantastic. I want to see it. It was the type of movie that I was like, I want to go see this really bad, but it's also three hours long. Like it's I know it's long. gonna be a commitment. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure it's worth it. But it's the type of thing you have to, like, prepare yourself for. You're like, yeah. I'm about to go see, like, a three-hour movie today. It goes pretty quick. It's a slow build-up. Like, we, we, they open with, like, a, a Pennywise scene. Okay. And then we jump into, like, a slow build-up. We meet all the characters and stuff. And then it's just super fast. Yeah. It's scare, scare, scare. I love scare, all those. I'm such a Jessica Chastain fan, so. Yeah. I, I love all the actors. I cannot wait. Um, let's go into some, some voice acting stuff. Yeah. Because that's what, I think, in my opinion, you're more known for besides Everybody Hates Chris. Oh, absolutely, um, yeah. I mean, animation is a huge part of my career. Yeah. Let's shy away from Phineas for a right now, and we'll jump on to uh, Final Fantasy. How was yeah. doing that? I didn't even know you were in that. I've only yeah. played the first one, to be fair, though. No, it's okay. So. <laughs> yeah, I did, I did three different games, because it was like a trilogy of like Final Fantasy thirteen games. Yeah. Um, and those were a lot of fun, because I kind of had a different role 
in terms of like what my responsibility was in each game. Yeah. Like the first one um, was really cool because I was a playable character. Yeah. So that was just. I was like, you got to yell some some catchphrases. I was 16, stuff. 17 when I reported that to you, and that's just yeah. the coolest news in the world. We were like, wait a second, I'm going to get to like play yeah. as my own character. <laughs> I could be me. <laughs> so just the perfect thing to happen to me. Um, and then as it like built up, then I was kind of like a, like a side character in 13 Part 2, and then yeah. in Lightning Returns, I'm like the narrator of that game. Oh, so like my, my responsibilities <laughs> like definitely shifted in each game. Yeah. That's such a cool thing to do. Like, one, you're playable. The second one, you're supporting. And the last one, you're, like, the main voice. I'm just... Ex- like- yeah, I'm tons of exposition, and I'm, I'm very much, like, trying to assist in all your missions as lightning. Yeah. Um, no, they were a lot of fun, because uh, I had never done a video game so large before. Yeah. Like, I've done, you know, Phineas and Ferb video games and stuff, which are on a smaller scale than yeah. kids' games. Um, but Final Fantasy, I mean, is massive. The world oh, is so yeah. big. There's 13 of them. Yeah. Well, now there's more, but like, and you, you have all these cutscenes. Like, there, there is just, there's a lot of work to be done. I mean, it's months and months and months. Is there of any work. mocap you got to do? No, oh. no. No mocap in those games. I've never actually done any mocap. I've gotten close to booking mocap before. Yeah. This is something you actually actively want to get oh, into. Oh, so bad. It looks fun to have all the stalls so on you when yep. you're walking around. <laughs> and I've done, I, like, that's how close I got is I was on, you know, I've been on some mocap stages a couple times, like, yeah. with other actors. Uh, very close to getting stuff. Like I, I got really close to getting one of the Uncharted games. Oh, that would be sick. I know. I wanted it so bad. I was, was like, oh my god, you're gonna be Young Drake. Yeah. Oh, dude. I know. Sick. Oh man, I, I love Uncharted. I know. I got very close. I don't know who they voted for, but I'm sure. Obviously, they did a great job. But I really, really wanted it because I was like, this is you know a great series of video games, and like this is gonna be so fun to be on the set. Like cause I got to work with some of the actors. Yeah. I'm like this is gonna be a great time. I can already tell. Um, so I hope I get to do mocap because yeah, that's such a different type of acting, and I, and I it seems exciting. Just keep hammering at home. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I just got to keep auditioning for it. Honestly, yeah. There's probably more Uncharted games. You never know. Yeah, and there, the fourth one ended with the they're change. They're still trying to do that movie, right? Yeah, with Tom Holland. Yeah, and Mark Tom Wahlberg Holland. Now. Yeah, <laughs> they, they've been trying to do it for yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. Man, try to be like a Russian bad guy. You never yeah. know. Come in like also oh, perfecting right. my dialect. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You got this. Yeah. <laughs> All right, elephant in the room, Phineas and Ferb. Let's do it, man. Give me all you can. How was it filmed with the cast? How was the show? We well, got like six years of the show. Phineas got and Ferb. A bunch of movies. Phineas and Ferb is the, the best, you know, job I've ever had, and one of the best things that's ever happened to me in my life in general. I mean, I, I can't say enough about like what the role means to me, what my experience working on it means to me. Um, obviously, I love working with everyone I've worked with on the show. We worked together for ten years on the show itself. Ten? I thought it was like six or seven. Uh, we're in the middle of talking about Phineas and Ferb. Uh, yeah. Talking about doing some voice acting and hanging out with everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, so um, what's what's wild is, you know, I worked on it for about 10 years, like just the show itself. And um, we never record together. We all record yeah, individually. Like, so, yeah, I I either got to watch people record, which is always fun. Uh, I, I've seen Allison record a lot. And, uh, we go to Comic Con together and everything. And she's fantastic. And then Ashley. I was just talking to someone about this yesterday, just about her, the ability for her to scream so much as Candace and not lose her voice is mind-blowing. She has such good vocal uh, cords because they they apparently never get tired. Um, Yeah, she's fantastic. She has a lot of great stuff to do uh, in the the upcoming movie. Oh, yes. It's all about her. Well, maybe. I guess you guys are going to have to see when when it comes out. But it's Candace Against the Universe, yeah, and so she has a lot of fun stuff to do with this movie, for sure. Um, and it comes out at some point, 
this coming summer. Yeah. Uh, they, I, they, I don't think Disney Plus has decided uh, the day of, of release yet. Probably around Comic-Con they release like a trailer or something. I would like think they'll probably release a trailer yeah. around uh, when, because I think Disney Plus has probably had a big presence this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, what's it called? Um, I saw um, the animatic of it uh, around D23 this past year, so in August. Awesome. Um, they showed me an animatic over at the studio, and it looks fantastic. Everyone's doing great stuff. Um, I know they're all really, really proud of it. And uh, yeah, everyone did really good work. I think people are gonna like it. How is it being under the Disney banner? I've had a wonderful experience working for Disney. I, I mean, I, the very first time I, I had an audition at one of Vista Studios in, uh, in LA, I remember um, just being so like taken with being in a studio like that. Yeah. And I was like, I have to work here at some point in my life. Like, I, I, I have to. Like, that is just like, the, you know, the peak of my career would be to get to work on something here. And um, it worked out. I got to do it. Yeah. So we were, we were talking about, um, you know, uh, at one of the studios and just being blown away by that. And I got lucky and ended up working on something that, you know, that's where our animation offices were for the first couple of years of the show. And, I'm. I love Disney in general. Like I'm, yeah. a, I'm the type of person who had an annual pass to Disneyland when I lived down there and would go all the time. Um, so just being able to be a part of something and you know have that sh- you know have that show have walk around characters at the parks and you see people with Paradipotipus Mickey ears at the parks and that stuff just means so much to me and always will. Um, so I, I had an incredible time uh, getting to work for Disney. How was it doing the uh, Avengers and uh, Star Wars crossovers? Like, how cool was that? To, Those like, were really characters cool. Characters get to be part of that. Yeah, niche. especially the Star Wars one. I was really excited about the Star Wars yeah. one. Once we once we did the Marvel one, yeah, and then they purchased Lucasfilm. So it was around we all around the same time. I was, I was like, <laughs> we're definitely doing a Star Wars, right? Like, we have to do Star Wars. Um, and I was very excited when we did. Um, and I just love the art. Of, of those episodes, those are all so cool. I like seeing Star Wars characters in different media. Me too. It's it's always really really fun. And you see at venues like this, you see a lot of people do art like that, and so to see it with you know characters that I get to work on um, was really special. Was really cool. Where you open, look up any uh, hope stuff? Yeah, <laughs> just, uh, just a little bit. Maybe maybe keep that one. On Is it rough? <laughs> no, no. Like, some of it's good. Some of it's not safe for work. Uh, yeah, I would imagine so. <laughs> These things happen when you work on yeah, Final Fantasy. Exactly. Um, so, how was it doing the uh, VO for the new stuff for being away for a couple years? Was it like getting right back into it? Yeah, yeah, it really was. Um, it was just a level of happiness to be able to, you know, return to these characters and return to the voices and... You know, I, I had the benefit of still working with Dan and Swappy who created the show um, on Milo Murphy's Law, which was the, the show yeah, that we were uh, doing, like, Weird Al stars in that show. And um, so I had the benefit of at least getting to keep working with them. Um, and then sliding back into these characters was just like, everyone was really excited about it. And watching everyone get to do that, you know, watching Dan do Dr. Dr. Jupiter's again was just <laughs> yeah, that's a fun very one. exciting. I was I was so pumped, so it, it's been cool. Yeah, speaking of uh, Milo Murphy, how was going from Phineas and Ferb to Milo's, you know, Milo's My, Yeah, Milo Murphy's Law was so, was so weird because we were at Comic-Con in San Diego, I, I mean, probably in 2013, I would say, um, and in our green room was Weird Al, like he was, yeah. he was there. Uh, promoting an album of his, and 
he hit it off with Dan and Swampy. They, you know, were talking and talking about songwriting, and they hit it off, and that was like what set what set that in motion. I love seeing those little like hearing about all yeah. those little, like conversations that just spark something. And I, and I was actually there for when that occurred. I was like, whoa! This so you're is like, all I got a job, right? This is all this is all great. And yeah, and I also get to be like a sassy character in my yeah. movie song, um, whereas. Phineas is never sarcastic. Yeah, he's always angry. super happy and optimistic and like, let's do something. Let's and have so fun. So I got to do something <laughs> extremely different. Um, so that was fun. That's awesome. Finally, to close this out, Role Models. Yeah. We had a small part. I did, but yeah. that movie is just such a... I grew up on that movie. I mean, not really, but like I saw it. Like, it was one of those movies where it was like too adult when it came out for me to see it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like... I had one of everyone has like their aunt that lets them watch all the <laughs> yeah, and the aunt yeah. lets them watch the inappropriate movies They're like whatever so, put it yeah, up Paul Rudd and uh, oh god Sean William Scott McLovin oh Christopher Mintz yeah Christopher yeah, Mintz that's yeah, yeah. the last name dude how was that uh, I had a great time filming it because I was actually filming it for a long time because I'm in all the LARPing scenes yeah and so all of that just there were so many people that it took a really long time to film all of that so I was actually filming that for like a couple of weeks even though I had a very small part but once I actually saw the finished film I felt so excited that I got to be in the movie because that movie is so good everyone is so good in it everyone's so funny and being exposed to comedians like that because I mean top to bottom I mean because you know Ken Jong is in it Matt Walsh is in it Joe Latrulio is in it all these like amazing comedic actors who are in a million other things seeing them all work together and you know mix the height of their powers and all just masters of Im- improv and getting to like witness that firsthand was really cool it was like wow look at all these people and then the way the finished product of it is fantastic one of those movies I always recommend to people like if they're looking to get into Paul Rudd stuff Ant-Man's always one they think of yeah, no, yeah. role models is like that's prime time. And I feel like that was right around when he was becoming... That was when he was shooting up. That, that was when he was becoming, like, the leading man in all the comedies. It's because it was, you know, you know... He's been around forever. Yeah. Because um, he's immortal. Yeah, um, dude, he looks so young. Yeah, because he was born in 1782. He looks younger than me. Um, but, yeah, so he was... That was, like, right at kind of the beginning where he was, like, doing that, and I love you, man. And it was becoming, like, more like Paul Rudd is, like, no shit. And, uh... So yeah, it was, uh, and he's the nicest dude in the world. Yeah, so. did you have a chance to like get a full sit down when you were uh, talking to him, like, when you were filming? He's the reason I was in the movie. Oh really? Um, wow. Yeah, is I auditioned for um, Chris's part in the movie, so yeah. I was supposed to, you know, I went in and I read with him. Uh, so I, I, you know, I made it that far in the audition process. I read with him. David Wayne, the director, was there, um, and so I, I, I did like a chemistry read with him. I didn't get it, um, and then maybe like a week later. I ran into him at this place in Los Angeles called The Grove, and he was staying, like, nearby, and so he was there a lot, and I was playing music there, um, so I played the piano, and I was playing music there, and he, he and I started talking, because I just read with him, and then, like, the next day, they had, you know, put a part in the movie just so I could come and be part of the movie. Oh, they made a part just for you? Yeah, it was really, really, really cool, so Paul is, yeah, definitely the reason why I'm even in the movie. Um, and it was cool of him to get that, that opportunity, and you know, yeah, he just did like a, a nice thing, uh, and let me be part of a really good movie. Yeah. Uh, anything you want to talk about as we close out? Anything you want to pimp out? I know you got the Disney Plus show. You can. Talk yeah, about no, that. I, 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 show the, I just uh, shot. Um, I just shot this uh, this movie in uh, December, so last month, um, in North Carolina. It's called Shallow Water, 
won't be done for a while, but um, I really liked uh, the entire cast of that movie, and everyone uh, really gave good performances. And so, if anybody listening to this eventually sees that movie, you know, anywhere, hopefully, uh, hopefully they'll end up watching it and supporting it because yeah, it, it's a really cool script, and yeah, I think people like it. It's awesome. And then uh, you said Phineas and Ferb, Candace against the universe. Yeah, comes out in summer, maybe um, August. Yeah, it comes out. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna think August, but no yeah. one's told me that. That is not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that is not Disney Plus saying we, we're doing it. <laughs> but they, they should announce it. I would assume in the next coming months. Um, and yeah, I, I think everyone's really gonna like that movie. It, uh, I know it delivers. <laughs> it delivers oh, yeah. for sure. How was the script writing on it? Don't tell me anything. You can't. How was it like, like? Was it quippy? Was it just like the original stuff? Or yeah, was it like and we have. Um, I can't tell people obviously <laughs> who who is playing our like main villain of yeah. the movie. But I was so pleasantly surprised when they told me who they got for it, and um, it turned out really, really great. We, we have some new additions to the cast who bring a lot uh, uh, to this movie. It's awesome. All right, yeah. I had such a blast talking to you, man. Absolutely, man. such a cool... I didn't even know you were coming. Yeah. I just walked by, and I was like, no way. It's, it's we tried to do this yesterday, but we ended up getting it done today. Yeah, well, because the DJ was here, it was too loud. It was way too loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you, guys, so. <laughs> you guys would not have been able to hear a single uh, word oh, we yeah, said yeah. if we had done this yesterday. Yeah. If you think this is a little too loud, it was worse yesterday. Oh, it was bananas <laughs> over here. Okay. Thank you so yeah, much, dude. Absolutely. All right, guys, thank you for listening. Check out all the stuff, Phineas and Ferb, Final Fantasy Thirteen, a couple episodes of The Walking Dead, some of the best seasons of that. Everybody hates Chris. And then Disney Plus has got the new Phineas for a movie. The Shallow Waters, keep it out. And I'm personally going to check out Bob Freeman, Exterminator yeah. for Hire. That sounds so fun and just so like, yes, I love those kind of movies. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks.